I cried by reason of mine afflictions unto the Lord, and he heard me out of the belly of hell. Cried I, and thou heard my voice. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet will I look again toward thy holy temple. Welcome to Double Eagles Radio Network in this podcast series, The Glory of God Revealed. The omnipotent power of God Almighty in heaven and in earth, in King and in Pauper. Jonah cried that cry out of the belly of hell cried I after he rebelled against God in fear. Even the people that he was when he was hiding from God when he was on the ship hiding from God they knew something was up. And they asked what's going on because evil's coming upon us. Jonah said I'm a Hebrew and I I'm a Hebrew and I fear the Lord. The God of heaven, which has made the sea and the land. When the men heard this, they were exceedingly afraid. Listen, devils know there's a God. They fear and tremble. Judgment begins at the house of God. For the men knew that he fled. Jonah fled from the presence of the Lord. Because he had told them this. And what did they do? They cried in the Lord and threw the man of God overboard for being rebellious and fearful against God. Welcome to this podcast message called Right Before Honor. What comes right before honor? God's going to have his way. He'll break the mightiest and lift up the most broken. Nebuchadnezzar was the king of the whole earth basically back in his day. And he was the man exalted in this earth. You don't get higher than him. His kingdom was great. It had grown up. That reached heaven, the Bible says. And thy dominion to the end of the earth. And you can read that story, but basically he said God's going to humble you and break you down. He'll leave a little remnant. And seven seasons are going to pass over you. And you're going to become even animalistic from your barbarity and pride. But once this all this sin is broken off and you become humble out of your mouth. After your king has departed from you and you understand who's in charge. Here. Until you know the most high rules in the kingdom of man. And give it to whom, whomsoever he will. In that same hour, that thing was fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar. And at the end of the days, after going through all this, he even grew feathers. He ate grass as a beast. 
His nails were like bird claws when he was turned over. But at the end of the day, he lifted up his eyes unto heaven and his understanding returned unto him when he looked to God and he blessed the Most High and praised and honored him that lives forever, whose dominion is everlasting. And his kingdom is from generation to generation. And he extolled the, the God of heaven, the army of heaven. And none can stay his hand or say to him, what do you do? Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of Heaven, whose works are truth. His ways are judgment. And those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. Right before honor. That's when God's coming to you, friend. If you've gotten full of your ways and full of yourself, and you don't think nothing, and you're invincible, you're strong, you're rich, you're wise, nothing's ever happened to you. You've set them up and knocked them down. God's knocking on your door right now. And if you don't heed, well, let's just put it this way. He has your ways of getting your attention. You can go to hell and not even get away from him. Let's go back a little ways. When the angel of the Lord, the angel of God's presence, appeared to Moses, he said, take off your shoes from this, from this place, for the ground you're walking on is holy ground. Moses hid his face. He was afraid to look upon God. But the Lord came to him for a reason. When the mighty... The mighty of mighties appears to you. You don't got an opinion. He's going to show himself alive by many infallible proofs. And if he's coming to you unredeemed, get ready, friend, because the blood in your veins could explode from his presence. If you do have God under your breath mumbling, you better just start saying Jesus in your brain. Because that's the only thing that's contained you. I am come down because I've seen your afflictions. I've heard your cries. I've come down to deliver them, deliver you and my people out of the hands of the worldliness of the Egyptians. Look up from your cell phone right now. Get off your computer games and your Facebook and all your other false lights and start looking to the true light. Because your redemption's drawn nigh right before honor. And guess who God chose to deliver his people out of bondage? He said, come now therefore, I'm going to send you unto Pharaoh, that you may bring forth my people, the children of Israel, prince with God, or has that light, you know? And Moses said to God, who am I? didn't matter, did it? Because God told him, certainly I will be with you. You go tell him that I am, that I am sent you. Oh, that's foolish, isn't it? Because you know the next question out of the flesh is, I'm going to have to tell him the Lord appeared to me. And God says, yeah, 
you're going to tell them why and how and with what God has appeared unto you. You better humble yourself and get over yourself and start testifying to the truth of that light you've seen. Right before honor. I've been made an overcomer with the word of my testimony. A haughty spirit goes right before a fall. Pride cometh right before destruction. And you just might be the one, if you don't get a hold of yourself right now, who God will make an example out of, if you don't pull out of your arrogance. Though thou nest thyself as an eagle's in the stars, thenceforth will I bring you down, saith the Lord. Because that's what's happened and happened to the devil in the ones that take the mark and worship the beast. And people talk about mental health, physical health. You better start thinking about your soul's eternal health in place. Your spiritual health. Been taking a beating for the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. You've been testifying at your best. You've given your best. Well, your best is as filthy rags. Now it's time to surrender and yield. Not glory in your shame, but like he told Job, anoint thyself, wash thyself, get up, for you're going to answer me as a man. And at the end of the days, Job said, I abhorred myself. I repented of myself in, in sackcloth and ashes. And then, of course, after that, once Job humbled himself, God doubly blessed him. See, that's the whole gospel, the crucifixion, burial, and resurrection of the gospel of Jesus. Jesus humbled himself to the cross and allowed himself to be beat, maimed, spit, rebuked, mocked, lied about, betrayed. Betray the Son of Man with a kiss, Judas? Think now that I can't now pray to my Father? And He shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then shall the Scriptures be fulfilled that it must be? To pay this price, to crucify the flesh, to buy us out of that bondage, sin and lie, and be, have redemption and cleanness. through the crucifixion, burial, and resurrection. And that's what Paul was called into question about concerning all the law and the prophets, but concerning this one thing of Christ in the resurrection from the dead, am I called into this trials and persecutions and death threats and violence. But my grace is sufficient for you, Paul. And Paul said, I'd rather glory in my infirmities that the power of God may rest upon me. And Jesus, his life, Christ in you, this hope of glory. Your life is salvation. And he's full of perils and trials and loss and helplessness and mercy. And then great miracles. 
Don't be afraid. God wants to manifest himself for you right now. Right before honor is humility. 